Hello and welcome to the GDI podcast, the online dating show presented by the industry's leading trade publication. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you're listening across the globe. My name is Sean, senior reporter at GDI, and each podcast I'll be chatting to a variety of fantastic guests about how their platforms, products, networks, and more are changing the lives of singles all over the world. On this episode of the GDI podcast, I'm joined by Jeff Cook, CEO and co-founder at The Meat Group. He'll be telling me about the importance of live video and the changing relationship between dating apps and social media platforms. Hi Jeff, thanks so much for joining me on the GDI podcast. To start things off, I want to discuss the recent news that the Meet Group solution Livebox is being adopted by Tumblr. It's really exciting. So could you tell us a bit about Livebox and what it will bring to Tumblr? Yeah, sure. And uh, you know, thanks for having me. Livebox is a product that we've we've now had for a number of years, and it was previously called VPass or Video Platform as a Service. Um, and uh, in December, as you mentioned, we launched um, and announced that we're providing live uh, video streaming and creator economy services to Tumblr. And we're already now rolled out um, to all of Tumblr's U.S. users, and we we expect to roll out globally, you know, over the coming over the coming months. Um, and uh, you know, Tumblr I think is a, is a great partnership for us. You know, Livebox now already enables uh, live streaming video and creator economy on seven of the top uh, grossing 25 social networking apps in the US. So it's it's quite large already, um, but Tumblr um, you know, is such a well-known brand, such a, an important aspect of, of social media. Um, and, and so we're excited to have you know, Tumblr Live really showcase the capabilities of our live po- box platform and, and kind of how we, our, our innovations as we bring to live video and creator economy. A couple of things that really separates Livebox from from some other solutions that are out there. Um, you know, Livebox is really a a turnkey. You know, very easy to integrate white label live video service. Um, and so it's uh, we we really erred on the side of making this as easy to integrate as possible. And it's not just the video technology. Um, it comes with uh, you know a suite of of moderation tools and capabilities, full talent management creator management, you know, we do all of the creator uh, recruiting and, and payments with 500 plus human moderators. Um, and for most of our clients uh, who join uh, Livebox, formerly VPass, um, they, they also benefit from our networks. So we, you, you can work with Livebox and become um, another app on an existing network. And that means on day one, you'll have creators who um, know what they're doing, who, who know how to monetize, know how to engage uh, audience, um, and so many of our um, our clients, especially in the dating app industry, you know, really like um, that that aspect that they can, rather than having to um, try to figure out how to get kind of pooled liquidity on a live platform, um, it already exists, and they could just activate. They can test in individual markets, see how it's going, and then and then based on what they're seeing, roll it out. Um, and that that model seems to be very powerful. Yeah, as you say, I think that's going to be really important and a nice feature for uh, online dating companies to to consider. And I think it's really interesting to hear you talk about the growth of live video as a means of communication and, and social networking. 
So what do you think is so attractive about the medium of live video and what do you think the future holds for it in terms of the online social space? Yeah, sure. So, you know, I think the future is bright. Um, you know, currently we power or or own 16 uh, different applications and brands that, that run Livebox currently. Um, and it takes the form of essentially uh, an SDK that we update every month to our partners. Um, you know, what we're seeing right now is, you know, we have more minutes of video content being produced through Livebox each day than Netflix has in its catalog. So, you know, we, we have to moderate, you know, enormous amounts of content every single day. There's, there's just extraordinary um, amounts of content being created. And I think, you know, if you think about kind of the growth of the medium, um, obviously there was some uh, impact and beneficial impact of, of um the shutdown and the pandemic and kind of uh, really pulling the future forward. You know, I think it served to uh, lead to, um, you know, much greater adoption of live streaming video, maybe yeah, three years adoption in three months. Um, and it was really in the midst of the, the March, 2020 and beyond that we saw not only our um, live streaming video uh, expand dramatically on our owned and operated apps, but we then saw more demand for, our, our uh, live streaming video uh, and creator economy platform, Livebox, from other apps in the space. So, so basically, as uh, I think more and more companies um, kind of felt the need to to create um, uh, both uh, a creator uh, income stream as well as a live streaming video engagement, they they kind of uh, gave us a call or we reached out to them. But the pandemic, I would say, just certainly elevated the appeal of live video. And now, of course, live video is now kind of just a commonplace aspect of the of the social offerings. And then, if you look at the the creator economy generally, um, you know, you don't have to really look any further than TikTok or Twitch to understand how critical live streaming video is to social ecosystems. Um, you know, I would say uh, if you follow TikTok carefully, um, as we do, or even if you're just a a, a user of it, um, you can't miss TikTok Live. Uh, you know, it's a dramatic, uh, really important aspect of their of their offering. Um, and what we're seeing, of course, broadly in the industry, is that TikTok is taking a lot of minutes and mind share from every social app, um, not just Instagram, uh, not just Facebook, but but really every social app, and maybe even other forms of media. And so, um, <clears throat> what what the reaction to, to that is, is other apps are basically saying, well, how can I compete effectively with TikTok? How, how can I easily add live streaming video and creator economy to my community? And you know, we have a solution that allows you to, to do that quite easily. Typically, we are competing not with any other solution in the marketplace, but with, you know, let's say, build it yourself um, or acquire a company. Um, and the reason you don't you don't typically uh, build it yourself in general is um, you know there's hundreds at this point hundreds of millions of investment into the the platform over the years um, and you know, creating a, a network with that amount of density of of users uh, would be an enormous financial undertaking and it would take years to to build it in the first place um, at which time of course the the, the industry and the, the products continue to evolve. And so it, at this point, it's kind of hard to kind of get into it um, and say, well, I'm just going to compete and build it. Um, it it's, it's, just, it's just not that type of market. 
Thank you. I think you're absolutely right to identify the pandemic as this kind of perfect storm for live video to really take off. And as you say, social platforms now uh, with the rise of TikTok, they can't afford to lag behind. So they've got to keep up and um, make sure they're on the ball about live video and the kind of latest benefit that it provides. So, you know, you mentioned there about different social networks. And um, I just want to hear from kind of your perspective. Um, How do you think you know, social networks will impact the the competitiveness of the online dating industry moving forward. I think they're kind of closely related ecosystems, but do you think there's tension there or something changing the relationship between the two? Yeah, absolutely. I I think there's always been a a tension there, but I think um, especially now, you know, the borders between social networks and, and dating apps are blurring especially for Generation Z, right? Like Gen Z is, um, you know, used to, you know, using TikTok every day, used to, um, you know, using Instagram every day. And and these people were always dating on Instagram, always dating on TikTok. Um, you know, it's it's not that you need um, a, a specific um, Swiss army knife in order to date. You know, you can, you can leverage kind of your social connections broadly. Um, and I think TikTok is certainly creating you know, a new form of competition, especially for the very largest, you know, most well-known dating apps, um, where I think uh, just simply because TikTok's uh, so good at at taking time uh, from getting attention from users, um, there, there's fewer time, fewer amounts of time in the day. But also the, the nature of TikTok is, is obviously becoming more and more social, um, you know, and and I think what you're what you're seeing and, and one of the things we're we do with Livebox is if you have a, especially a reasonably large community, let's say a million daily actives or, or thereabouts, uh, it could be more or, or less, but somewhere in that neighborhood, um, you, you probably, uh, even if that's not a very specific dating community, maybe there's just uh, a community of some other type like Tumblr, um, you know, there's, there's likely a, a pretty sizable contingent of people that are interested in flirting and and meeting and 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 potentially dating. And so, you know, if if you enable that um, inside of the host community, you can kind of lengthen your engagement with the user rather than losing that user to um, to maybe specific um, dating apps or 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 to other kind of social properties. And so, I think this blurring of this boundary um, will you know, kind of create even more opportunities for technology products and features to connect people um, and empower creators. Um, And so that's partly why we're so interested and so excited about Tumblr adding live is it's just another data point in the applicability. Now our 16th um, app, it's it's another data point in this applicability of kind of these solutions to to extend uh, beyond uh, even dating audiences. And I could even imagine this is a little bit more far-fetched maybe, but not maybe so much so that, you know, it, it may seem straightforward that people like use TikTok and Instagram as dating platforms, but, you know, over time, you can even imagine communities like Lululemon, right? The store, the logo, the yoga store and, and such, you know, you have these niche communities, these brands with strong shared interests. You could imagine them finding ways of activating Kind of this latent dating power of their networks because essentially whenever you have enough uh, and we're seeing it in fitness space too wherever you have a large enough um group of people that kind of have 
some identification, either with a brand or, or an interest, you know, there's going to be people in that community that want to meet Dave Flirt. Um, and so enabling those experiences is, is what we see as uh, part of our mission. You know, you said it was far-fetched there, but I think totally see how, you know, uh, these naturally forming communities and social groups will uh, find uh, ways to connect and date within them. Uh, it's kind of just like a, a matter of human nature and, and socializing. So, uh, yeah, really interesting kind of thoughts to keep in mind for dating platforms about, you know, maybe how they can innovate or things they should be aware of moving forward to, to remain competitive in the market. Now, you, you mentioned um, Livebox uh, previously you know, went, underwent a rebrand. Could, could you tell us a bit about that rebrand and uh, maybe what this kind of new focus is demonstrating? Sure. So, you know, maybe I'll go even further back. Um, you know, I, I originally um, saw the opportunity for live streaming video, spending some time in China in, in 2015 and 2016. And uh, I saw kind of Momo early. I saw YY early. Um, uh, in, in, subsequent to that, I, I was, was actually uh, at ByteDance. I saw that pre pretty early. Um, and, you know, I, I think what what we saw was that this was, you know, extremely engaging, you know, highly monetizing solution. And it was in 2016 that we decided to bring it to the app that that I founded along with my siblings, uh, Meet Me, right? So, so that, that was the first time we launched live streaming video. Um, but then we married that. We decided if, if you're going to build live streaming video, it's such a dramatically important product. It, it, it's, it, it's so difficult to get right. Um, you know, you, you have to build all the moderation capabilities while you're building the um, engagement and monetization capabilities too. And so if you're going to build it, you really need the largest possible audience. So, so we, we really married the uh, product strategy of live streaming video with an acquisition strategy. So we acquired uh, four different apps in just a couple of years. And with this concept of adding live streaming video to each one, and it was that, I think, that forced us uh, because we would acquire these companies like Tagged and Scout and Growler and Lavoo, um, and then we would add live streaming video to it, and it would work. It was quite successful. It would grow to 50% or more of the revenue, um, and it would force us to really build live streaming video in a shared services component way, um, a modular way that allowed us to plug it into other apps. Now we eventually got to a point, I would say, 2018. You know, when when there we had acquired everything that we could reasonably acquire. Obviously, couldn't acquire things that were much bigger than us. Um, things that are too small weren't really sensible. And so at that point, it was like, well, where where else can we take this? Um, and and that's when the video platform as a service product was born. And, um, you know, through my relationships in the dating industry, we, we started working with some very large, uh, well-known uh, dating apps first. Um, and we called it Video Platform as a Service um, because, um, you know, it was kind of exactly what it was. Um, it was what we were running. Um, it was kind of, at the time, you know, relatively um, side business um, to the core, which was, you know, growing these uh, owned and operated apps and, 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 and running the video platform. Um, but over time, the, the demand for this um, video platform as a service business uh, clearly was so dramatic and, 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 and so important to, to the company that um, I, I think it led us to rethink, um, you know, is this the best name for it? It, it was clearly just essentially descriptive of, of it. Um, 
And where Livebox came from is, you know, when we uh, talk about the solution to a potential client, we typically describe it as the easiest possible way to turn on monetization and live streaming video. Um, you know, it's a one-stop solution for the creator economy. It's live streaming video and creator economy in a box, and hence the name Livebox. So, so that's that's kind of where it came from. Is uh, what is what is Livebox? Well, it's live streaming video and creator economy in a box. Um, and we thought it was uh, you know a, a bit easier to remember than video platform as a service. Definitely, really interesting to hear the kind of journey of the product as it developed over time, and and how you uh, tested it among these kind of initial brands and until where it is now, where it's um, really expanding and uh, growing really successfully. So yeah, thank you for that. And I think, you know, to kind of end the podcast now on a slightly forward looking note, you know, as the as 2023 starts, what are some ex- things you're excited to see at the Meet Group in 2023? Our goal is to continue to meet the universal you know, need for human connection, whether through our owned and operated apps or, or through now our Livebox network. Um, we continue to think that these borders between social networks and social slash dating apps will continue to blur. And we think, you know, our apps are, are well positioned um, as this blurring continues. Uh, live streaming video and the creator economy, you know, I think is going to continue to play uh, a critical role in our, our growth and our expansion. Um, specifically, you know, we're working on providing more ways for our creators to monetize in 2023. Um, you know, we have uh, excellent relationships with our creators, some of them um, you know, uh, make their living off of off of the app, um, and we expect uh, a subscription service to be part of our offering in 2023. Right now, um, just like with Twitch or with uh, TikTok Live, it, it's largely an in-app purchase uh, method where people can uh, give gifts, which is essentially a, a tip to the creator. Um, that's been you know obviously a, a very good revenue stream and a prolific one, uh, but we're looking to broaden that where you can subscribe to individual creators. Uh, we think that will be quite popular, um, something that's also in demand among our, um, our our Livebox clients. And, you know, I think the other aspect that um, we like about subscription is in, in the live streaming video case, it, it tends to be the monetization is largely well-driven. And so, um, you know, the biggest spenders can get the most attention. Um, a good subscription product, I think, is going to be engineered to, to, to broaden kind of the paying base. And so I think um, we're looking forward to that. And I would say another aspect that we're looking forward to relatively near term is really expanding the advertising opportunity with respect to live streaming video. So right now um, there are ads on our owned and owned operated properties really throughout the experience everywhere except uh, for the most part in live uh, in live streaming video, um, which is obviously our, our biggest aspect of, of our revenue composition. And so, um, you know, we, we do think there are opportunities. And I think if you look at Twitch, you know, they, they've kind of shown some interesting formats for, um, for live streaming video ads that are not uh, overly interruptive. Um, and I think uh, we'll, we'll have some promise. And so we're, we're looking at, at some opportunities on, on that side too. But that, that gives you some sense of at least where we're going in 23. Yeah, thank you so much. I think uh, what you said there about the monetization side, the advertising side, I think those are really interesting things we'll definitely have to keep an eye on that people in the live video community will be eager to see how that pans out. And yeah, hopefully, hopefully see uh, Livebox and the Meet Group uh, continue to grow and be successful. So 
thank you again for joining me, Jeff. Really appreciate it. Yeah, no, much appreciated. Thanks for, I, I hope so too. <laughs> I appreciate it and uh, love what you guys are, are doing at GDI. I'm afraid that's all we've got time for here on this episode of the GDI podcast. But I'd like to extend a massive thank you to my guest this week. Make sure you join us next time where we'll be joined by another fantastic leader from the online dating industry. We'll be having real discussions by real people about real issues. We'll see you then. But that's all for me, Sean. You've been listening to the GDI podcast.